This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 694, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows you to read the whole Bible as a single true nonfiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading 2 Chronicles chapter 12 verses 13 and 14. By the way, my family and I, we will be uh, doing the one year chronicle bible uh, and i would encourage you to do the same uh, we're starting december the first which is right now today and uh and uh, i want to encourage all of you to do the same and uh read the bible for one of the greatest things you can do to combat wokeism and all of the deceptionism that's in the world today is to keep praying and to keep reading the Holy Word of God. And I cannot think of a better way to take uh, than to take this journey, reading three to four chapters of the Word of God a day, hiding it in your heart. Now we're going to continue this, but I instructed my daughter Danielle Elizabeth White to slow us down a little bit on this, on this, the way we're doing it. We've been doing this, I think, now for two years and, and we're, no, we're, we're nowhere uh, we're, we're not close to the end at all so uh, if you don't do anything else keep on reading the Bible with us in this devotional service ladies and gentlemen we're at 2nd Chronicles 12 13 and 14 shall we pray Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for a magnificent uh, Wednesday night service. And uh, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for allowing us to be here tonight. I thank you for your holy word. And I pray that you would grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray to read your holy word, to teach your holy word, to preach your holy word, to preach the whole counsel of God, and to preach your holy gospel. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts, Lord, from this time. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Second Chronicles chapter 12, verses 13 and 14. So King... Rehoboam strengthened himself in Jerusalem 
and reigned. For Rehoboam was one and forty years old when he began to reign. And he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. And his mother's name was Naamah, Naaman, Naamah, and Ammonitis. I want to make sure I get her name right. Naamah and Ammonitis. And he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray tonight for all of the, all of the people who claim to know you but do not prepare their heart to seek you. Lord, in this early morning hour, Lord, as I have already already shared with all of my family, and now I have shared with my standing between the living and the dead family. I pray that you will help, uh, that we're preparing to seek you by praying, starting uh, as we're doing, we're going to continue to do what we're doing, but Lord, we want to prepare our hearts even more by reading even more of your Holy Word privately, along with reading your Holy Word together like this. In a few hours, we want to get up and read the chronolo- start reading the chronological Bible all the way through in one year, so that by next Thanksgiving, if you should tarry your coming, and if you would allow us to live, Lord, we can be reading your holy word, strengthening and stabilizing our lives by the foundation of your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, uh, this is Daniel White the third, President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House Family Devotional Reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 201. And we're at Psalm 1836. Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, that my feet did not slip. A smooth pathway leading to spacious possessions and camping grounds had been opened up for him. Instead of threading the narrow mountain paths and hiding in the cracks and corners of the caravans, he was able, uh, pardon me, the corners of the caverns, He was able to traverse the plains and dwell under his own vine and fig tree. Glory be to God. It is no small mercy to be brought into full Christian liberty and enlargement 
but it is a greater favor still to be enabled to walk worthily in such liberty, not being permitted to slip with our feet, to stand upon the rocks of affliction is the result of gracious upholding, but that aid is quite as much needed in the luxurious plains of prosperity as well. Glory be to God and amen. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for the Psalms. I thank you, Lord, for blessing my family and me to read through the Psalms, Lord, throughout our lives. Thank you, Lord, for leading me to put your holy word in the hearts and minds and souls and spirits of all of my children. And because they received it so young, they should know it just as well as me, if not more so. And I pray that they will obey your holy word and never forget you and deliver them, Holy Father God, if they have wicked, evil friends by any means necessary. Deliver them, Lord, from woke family members and friends. Break these strangleholds on their uh, lives as your born-again ones. Do the same, Lord, for all of the people with me tonight and their family members. Thank you, Lord, at the same time for the tests because there's nothing like being around a well-tested Christian uh, when they come forth as pure gold. It's a beautiful thing. And they can come out with a smile and say, well, I went through it, but uh, I tell you, by the grace of God, I have come forth as pure gold, and, uh, and I, I know the Lord much better now, and I fear him more, and I respect him more, and I reverence him more, and so is all for the good. And Lord, have all of my children and all of the children of the people in this audience to come forth as pure gold. Thank you so much for what you have done in our lives to get us to where we are. And Lord, help us to do our jobs of praying for our children and others and to give, continue to give them your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ephesians 6.1 is where we are today as we finished uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33, a unique passage where God tells the husband to love, commands the husband to love his wife and uh, uh, the wife to respect her husband. I cannot emphasize that enough. Uh, love is not necessarily nice and cannot be nice if you have an evil witch of a wife. Uh, that love is going to show up as, hey, do your job. Do what you're supposed to do. I, I don't want to hear it. Just do your job. 
okay, so that we can have peace in this household and so that these children can get on with their lives and make progress and so that as a family we can be productive, okay? We don't have time for the foolishness, so cut it out. Now, that's love too. It may not be nice, but that's love too. And, uh, and the wife is to respect her husband and reverence her husband. I cannot emphasize that enough. Just you know, remembering the service we just came out of, there are, most women today do not respect men, period. They hate men, period. And for them to hear that they are to reverence and respect and obey and submit to a man, that drives some of these people demonically crazy. They don't want to hear that. And I would venture to say most wives in the church do not respect their husbands. Uh, and uh, you say, well, what about men? Do they love their wives? I would, I would say that more than the women who, res- who, who uh, respect their husbands. That's what I would say. And that's what I would say. But now, if, you t- if you're talking about loving the wife to the point like most evangelicals have taught it, let her get away with murder and let her, letting her have her way. And, and, you know, for example, let me give you an illustration. They had a, a family had a Thanksgiving gathering. The big mama was there, you know, like the great-grandmother, the grandmother. And you're going to have more today of the great-grandmothers because they're trying to be young and cute. And mothers, and then the mother, the daughter, you know, the mother. She's a mother now, too. And they're all in the kitchen now. Big mama has already fixed the food and everything, and she decided this Thanksgiving that it's going to be buffet-style. Everybody come and get what they want. Uh, okay little brother man who is in the family now and he's uh, in-law and they all sitting there watching the game getting ready to watch the game and uh, he, he called he, he called his wife uh, he called uh, Jasmine come here and she came over She's trying to be a Christian woman, and she's a, she got saved at the Bible-believing Baptist church, and then they both go there. And uh, whereas all the other people, they go to, you know, they go to a charismatic church or Presbyterian church or whatever. And they don't believe like this new couple, this young couple. And, uh, and... He, t- he, he called over and said, listen, uh, bring me a plate, you know, just like you do at the house. I, I'm not getting up to do that. And one of the older men said, hey, 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 doc, look here. Uh, I, if I were you, I wouldn't do that. Because big mama and little mama, they're going to say something about that because they set it up, you know, like a buffet. But my wife brings me my food. I, I, you know, I, I, I trust my wife to, and, I, and my wife takes care of me. And then, then, then the older brother said, "Well, all right then. I told you, Big Mama. Uh, she went back into the kitchen, 
little little mama that is the uh the new newlywed mother woman she went back in the kitchen and got a plate was getting ready to serve her husband and big mama said ah we're not doing that in here ah she ain't your slave get your ass up and go on in there and get your own plate like everybody else that's, that's how we do it that's how i'm doing it here this is my house this is my house <laughs> we're not doing that i i, I what I know all about it. You know, your wife's supposed to be submissive to you and your servant and all that right there. Ain't nobody said anything about that, but that's what she bringing up. And then the little, the next uh, uh, little mama, she's saying something. Her mother saying something. Yeah, get on up. I knew y'all were going to try that mess today. Uh, and I, told, I already told big mama that y'all going to do that. I get, get, get your brother up, boy, and come on in here and get y'all. That's how they have no respect for men. And the older men trying to what are they doing? They're appeasing the women and, 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 and they're controlled and dominated by the women. So they're going to tell the young man, don't call your wife over here, man. You're going to start some You're going to start some mess up in here today, man. Don't, don't do that. that and see, that's what men been doing for years. That's what men been telling young bucks for years. No, man, I don't know. Just keep it down quiet because I don't want to hear her mouth, man. I don't want to hear her mouth, man. Now, she told you to go get a buffet. Go on, get your mind up there and get that buffet. Because they're going to they gonna ride you. Uh-uh, we, not, we don't have no slaves here. Slavery is over. I'm gonna say, they, and Big Mama going to say it loud and clear. Slavery is over. She's not your slave. My granddaughter's not your slave. Boy, let me help you, let me help you right now. Because see, see, Big Mama going to try to fix that joker, fix that man, right? <laughs> Fix, fix that man and that marriage the way she wants it to be. And if it's not going to be this way in your house, it's going to be this way today. Now, if you want to eat, you're going to get your behind up and come eat and get your food like everybody else, like I said. This is buffet style. <laughs> okay, so it's important that you do it God's way, people. Regardless of what your family members say, you know, don't care about that. Regardless of what your church people say, regardless of what Uncle D says, don't listen to them. You listen to the Word of God and have peace in your home for your children who are coming through. You got to have it. They they don't need to hear her mouth all day long and running and talking back to you all day and all that mess. Uh, They need to hear one verse. They need to hear two verses, God's and yours. That's it. She is there to help you, not to control you and control uh, the household. Don't do that. Because your children are going to grow up and hate not only her, but you too. If you let that happen. Alright, now to the children. Ephesians 6.1 Here's what, here, here are the commandments of God to the children. Children Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Yeah. Your parents are in the Lord, obey them. Because, see, they're following me. That's why Jesus put that. That's why God put that in there. They're in the Lord. Okay? They're not going to lead you wrong. Obey them. Even when you get grown, you, you better stop seeking out these devilish mentors and these woke mentors. You better call your father who got you to the dance in the first place. See? 
Uh, you can get a multitude of advisors. That's what the Bible says. Let your father be one of them. Don't be foolish. But you see, some of you are so proud in your nature, you want to do everything yourself and you make, make a mess of things. That's not wise. That's not wise. After I got saved and went to Bible College in Atlanta, Georgia, I had a multitude of counsel. I didn't make a move without consulting with two or three older men. You hear me? I was known for that. And they and they and I stand on their shoulders to this day. They guided me, directed me, okayed some things, didn't okay some things. A multitude of counselors is good. But if you have a father and a mother in the Lord, you need to listen to them too, even when you get grown. Just check with them. Because see, whether you like it or not, your parents, they have insight into you that nobody else does. I told my uh, children yesterday about one of my children. I, I said, he's not an angel, but that right there, he's not going to do. He wouldn't do that. That's what I said to all of my children. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do that. That's not his character. That's not his nature. Now, there might be another family member that way, but not, not this one. Him or her. Okay? I'm talking to my children, all of my children. And I, and I said, and everybody knows it. See, see, you don't have to tell me what my children are doing. I know what they're doing. And I know when something is not right and, 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 and so, when something is wrong. They don't have to, nobody has to tell me. God has, God has given you insight into your children. So, uh, I want to make sure I read all three verses to you tonight. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. This is right. Okay, well, I guess we're just going to emphasize that tonight. Do the right thing. That's the best title of a movie probably ever. Certainly the best of Spike Lee's movies. Do the right thing. One great evangelist said, Do right though the stars, stars fall down on your head. Do right. Do right. And you know we need more of that today. Let's pray for uh, families. Let's pray for others. And, uh, and then we'll close out for this morning. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for the healing and revival of Christian marriages and families 
to read your word again on marriage and do it your way and not theirs or some other man's way, uh, way through a book. And Lord, I pray for the salvation of lost families, that they will have the privilege of learning from your holy word as to how to do this institution that you made called marriage and family. Holy Father God, I pray that you'll have mercy and grace upon all of us and forgive all of us of our wicked sins of disobeying all of your holy word, especially your great commandment and your great commission. For those of us who are saved, Lord, have the conviction to never leave unless we truly confess our sins and repent. And uh, Holy Father God, I do pray for the millions of people who are hurting very badly from the coronavirus plague and other plagues that have come out of that plague and alongside that plague comfort millions of people as only you can. But Lord, we also pray for people by name as we've done for nearly a thousand services. We pray, Lord, for the family names of Missouri resident John Bird. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Colorado, resident Erica Verbrugge. We pray for the family and friends of Oregon resident Eduardo Hippolito as well. And Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for uh, the thousands of folks who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. And we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. We pray that you will grant us all your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray one for another. And Holy Father God, we pray uh, that you will protect them from the coronavirus plague and continue to hear and answer their prayers and ours as well. And now, Lord, we pray for Pastor Bishibi. Thank you for the vibrant worship services that they have been having over there in Kenya. And Lord, I pray that you move upon the hearts of thousands in America to stand with this dear pastor and his great ministry. We pray for the, uh, for the addition, addition of new members to your kingdom. We thank you, brother, for that. We thank you also for the souls saved, restored, and delivered. Lives changed and people healed. Thank you, Lord, for blessing the prayers for the nation's event. Thank you for the ministry opportunity through the Board of Management of Starlight High School. Thank you, Lord, for the worship services at Kubakaniji, Sioya, and Nasyanda, and for the Bungoma GBF Region Pastors Meeting going well. We thank you for all of that, and we join with Pastor Bershibi in giving you praise. Please bless them as they fast and pray. Deliver them from drought and famine. Please give gracious favor to greater harvests. Heal Dora's knees. Deliver Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Please provide them with Bibles for new souls. Basics for orphans and widows. Food and water. 
ministry resources and provide for the upcoming women's conference and youth conferences. We pray, Lord, for Amanda. Please bless her, her boyfriend, and her family with good health and finances. Keep their business from collapsing financially. We pray for thousands of Christians who are in that same situation on the verge of collapse. And uh, not only Christians, but other people as well. Bless her with a job. Uh, if that's what she needs, marriage and a child, deliver them from evil people. We pray, Lord, for Blessie. Please heal her baby from illness. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. And now, Lord, we pray for all of the people in the thousands and also these few people by name who have gotten saved through the preaching of your holy gospel through this ministry. We pray, Lord, that you'll help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. We pray for Ayanda. We pray for ML. We pray for Rajesh. We pray for May. And we pray for Mary. We pray also for a man named Joseph. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor for these people coming to you. Help them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. We also pray for the thousands of people who have recommitted their lives to you. And we pray for these few that they would all grow in the faith and stand strong in the faith. And keep on hearing the preaching of your holy word around the world. We pray for Henry. We pray for David. We pray for E.N.D. And we pray for Michelle. We pray for Priscilla as well. We commit all these souls into your hands. Let your will be done. Thank you for giving us supernatural energy, grace, and strength to participate in these services once again tonight. They are so life-giving, and I give you the glory, praise, and honor. And I thank you for the people who have hung with me again late at night. And I pray that you bless them all. Use them for your glory, praise, and honor as well. And help them not only listen to me, but to pray themselves and to go into action, serving you throughout this morning, throughout this afternoon, throughout this evening, whatever time it is around the world. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you missed the full preaching of the gospel a little while back, let me say this to you. If you're not saved, here's how to get saved. Through the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, who said the most loving, most magnificent, and most important words in the history of the world to mankind, he said them to you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. Church membership can't save you. Uh, doing good work in the church or outside of the church cannot save you. Giving millions of dollars to the church can't save you. Simple faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Call on his name and pray a simple prayer like this. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. As you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of God. 
Repeat after me, phrase by phrase. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and I deserve to go to hell forever for my lies, for my stealing, from my lusting after people and things, for my disobedience and dishonor of my parents, and for my disobedience and dishonor of you by taking your name in vain. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. For I understand that I deserve to go to hell. Please have mercy and grace upon my soul. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my wicked sins and deeds. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how, in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul this morning. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of all of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, please go to gospellightsociety.com and uh, tap on the book titled, What to Do After I Have Entered Through the Door. Jesus Christ is the door. You just believed in him, so you just walked through the door by faith. Download that book free of charge and start reading it. Read it until you finish it. And there's another book there titled How to Be Saved from Hell Straight from the Bible. You might want to read that one first. That will solidify what you just did. And right there on that site, you will see podcasts. It will be the beginning of thousands of podcasts. will lead you to thousands of podcasts that you can go to on nearly 50 Bible subjects, free of charge. Just sit back and listen and grow thereby. Email us and let us know that you prayed that prayer, that you got saved tonight, and uh, also do that so that we can rejoice with you and start praying for you. God bless you, dear friend, around the world. Until next time, if the Lord tarries his coming, and we live by the grace of God, we'll be back here tomorrow night. Uh probably around the same time, but uh, depends on how things go, uh, hopefully earlier. And um, uh, until then, make sure you pray without ceasing. Make sure you read three chapters at least of the Chronological Bible or the regular 
uh, arranged Bible uh, as God leads you. But I want you to read at least three chapters of the Bible, three to four chapters every day until next Thanksgiving. Let's, let's end Thanksgiving well, begin December well, and you can start reading if you want to. Uh, I, I know that I'm, I'm going to be doing something with the Christmas story uh, with my family, as we have always done. We never really did a whole lot of, we, we never did any gift buying or anything like that. We never did Santa Claus. We never did the Christmas tree or anything like that. Uh, <clears throat> we just didn't get into it. The commercialization of Jesus was repulsive to me. Ever since I've been saved, I, God, he switched that off in my life. And so I led my family that way. <clears throat> but there's, there's one thing that we did. Two things. One, we read the Christmas story. Every Christmas. And the other thing that we did was have a Christmas service. You know why? And one of the reasons why I started that, because sadly, uh, many people don't have a Christmas service. That's a, that's a shock, shocker to me. Um, and uh, I mean, it can fall on Christmas Day, Sunday. It can be Sunday. Some some churches won't even have a service. That just to me is ridiculous. But uh, anyway, we're going to have a, another service, and we're we're going to be dealing with the Christmas story all month long, by the grace of God. And you can start there if you want to, and just read right on through all of that throughout the month of December if you want to. That's a wonderful thing to do. Get your mind on Christ and how he came into the world, born of a virgin and all of that. And But don't get caught up in the commercial aspect of Christmas. That's, that's uh, it's blasphemy. It's uh, disrespectful to God, disrespectful to Jesus Christ. Don't, don't get caught up with that. And don't go into debt be buying people's stuff. This is for Jesus. If you want to give some money to the Lord... You do that. You, you don't have to buy a gift for anybody. It's not their birthday. <laughs> it's not your birthday. It's his birthday. Give him the glory, praise, and honor. And lay some gold and frankincense at his feet. Like the wise men did. So uh, that's what we're going to be doing throughout the month of December. By the grace of God. Uh, dealing with the entire... Christmas story in reality. And then on Christmas Day, I will preach on, I'll preach on Christmas Day. There's no telling what the Lord's going to give me to preach. But I'll, I'll be preaching on Christmas Day as well, as always. So, remember, pray without ceasing. Read three chapters of the Word of God every day. Do it as early in the morning as you possibly can. Even if you wake up and have to go back to sleep, whatever, you just do it in the morning. And remember the motto of the Marines. It is a good motto for Christians. Always faithful. Simplify. Always faithful. Simple super from the Air Force. Always above. Don't hang around on the ground. I love Turkey. Had quite a bit of turkey, as I always do on Thanksgiving. 
I don't know why we don't eat it year-round. Uh, one thing that we're going to be doing this year, uh, I shared it with my children, is every third Thursday we're going to have some Thanksgiving food. Not a lot, just a few turkey wings, turkey legs, slices of, all, all slices of turkey breast, whatever part you like the most, just buy that. Uh, and whatever side you like the best, green bean casserole, uh, cranberry sauce, uh, macaro uh, macaroni and cheese, or uh, mashed potatoes with gravy, something like that. Because turkey is good. We, I, I don't know why we don't eat it all year round. But we can, and we should, I think. So every third Thursday, that's what we're going to be doing throughout this year, all the way until Thanksgiving. If the Lord Terrace is coming and you live, simplify. Simplify. Let me do that again. Simplify, always faithful. Simple, super, air force, always above. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. Do not hang around a bunch of turkeys. Fly with the eagles. Don't get caught up in the mumble, jumbo, and foolishness down here on earth. Uh, keep your mind on heaven above. And keep your mind on God and Jesus Christ, and he will keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, as the hymns start playing.